Hello, everyone. Today, I'm going to talk about a stock that many of you guys have probably heard of, and some of you probably made a lot of money off of, and that stock's Occugen. I believe Occugen has over 90% of its value to still be lost. And that sounds crazy considering that it's lost 70% over the last few months, but I think the slide is just beginning. And I look to explain why that, that is in this upcoming video. Before we get started, I'm just going to quickly ask if you have Twitter to just give me a quick follow right here's my page real jacob braun i'll i give announcement on my writing on the different uh videos i do so if you want to get more in depth on or a written form of me and my thoughts on oxygen i wrote an article on seeking alpha about it so check that out so oxygen we're going to quickly look at the company on stockcard.io it's a great tool uh for those of you ha who haven't seen it yet it quickly uh, quickly to explain it, it uses AI and has a great user interface to show you uh, a quick snapshot of this of a stock. And for this, for example, we can see there's pessimistic investors. It has high growth potential. It's underperformed the market. It's fairly priced, and we can see the analyst con consensus. So a great easy way to just look at the stock, and then we can find more detail. If you're interested in subscribing to this, please use the code best of us. It, it just to let them know that we sent you from the, our channel and it, it just helps everyone out. And I would really appreciate that. Looking further at the stock Occugen, um, right now it has a market cap of 0.71 billion. So that's 710 million. So if I think it has over a 90% downside, so I think it's going to lose 90% of its value. What? market cap do I think it'll become? And for me, that's that's a $50 million market cap. I think that's a fair valuation of their pipeline as once their COVID-19 vaccine is finished. And so we're going to talk more about that. And basically, Occugen right here is, a, is an ocular eye disease company. They're an early stage biotech company that focuses on rare eye disease. So one, eye diseases really aren't rare, especially rare ones, aren't going to have huge margins in, in a big market. So the, if we don't have a big market, which can't generate a lot of revenue, these drugs that they're finding, while very useful and probably profitable, won't bring back huge sums of money. So that's not going to provide a bunch of value to the, to the pipeline. Second, they have a very early stages in their pipeline. Uh, outside of the COVID-19 vaccine. And third, I don't think their COVID-19 vaccine is going to get approved, which is why I think it's going to lose value. When I originally wrote about this a few weeks ago, I actually gave it a hold rating. And if we can look at the analysts, most analysts give it a hold rating. Uh, that, that's much different than it, the general sentiment because this stock was loved by everyone just a short bit ago. And I saw it trending all over uh, Wall Street bets and all over Twitter. But right now, I think the, the time is to get out. The getting's good. Um, even if if you've, even if you're all lost, I think that right now is the time to get out because it, there's there's I think more downside. So if we look at the one year chart, we can see, wow, um, we're up 100 percent on the year. That's a pretty good year. But then we look further into the chart, we see these big spikes, and if you see those big spikes bringing us up to a, around a $2 billion market cap. It was actually much over $2 billion, but we can see we consistently held about a $2 billion. Uh, those were around the big events with COVID-19 because, again, this is a COVID-19 vaccine company. But this is the bad one. Over the last three months, we've lost 70% of the value. No one wants to see 70% loss in value. 
Um, so at the beginning of three months, we were at th over $13, almost $14. So. And now we're at 383. That's not a good number. And I think that if the vaccine had gotten approved, we would have seen this become a multi-billion dollar company and huge growth, just like a company, for example, Moderna. And it would have been great. It would have helped them with their pipeline. They maybe have done some acquisitions, but that's not what we saw. And we have to look at it for the company it is today. Right here, it says that we have a lot of pessimistic investors. So I clicked on it. We're going to see, you know, just get a little bit more info information. It says investors are fearful about this company. Yeah, they are. Um, it's not done great. And that's not a positive sign. When you've, when you've lost 70% of your value in three months, that scares the most. The bit, the strongest bulls that the most, the people who m believe in it the most. Um, so we, it, it, the market's oversold. Well, potentially, it really comes down to one thing, and that's the their COVID nineteen vaccine. So now that we've kind of given you an overview, we've shown off the great tool at StockCard.io. I want to dive into the financials of the company. Um, so I pulled up the ten Q of the company. So that's the quarterly report. The last filing was from November. Assets on hand, we have 107 million in cash. So that's that's really good. Uh, if you look at liabilities, we only have 9 million. So, you know, 107 minus 9 million, let's just say that's 100 million. So we're going to say that's 100 million. We're going to look at the cash burn rate. Our cash burn rate per quarter, so per quarter, is 10 million. So 100 million in cash, we lose 10 million per quarter. That means we can operate for 10 quarters to two and a half years. That's a good time amount of time to operate. And gives us plenty of leeway. So this company's in a great spot. Uh, whether or not they end up doing well with their share price. So there's a difference between a share price doing well and the company being a good position for the future. And right now, their cash position leaves them in a good position. Does that mean they'll necessarily do great in the future or they'll be able to capitalize on that cash? No, not at all. But the company is a great financial position. And that's really big right now because XBI is at all-time lows. So that's the general biotech sector. So it's going to be very difficult to raise funds. Um, I just want to look briefly at the, the whole pipeline. I think I touched on this earlier, but right here, so we have this COVID-19 vaccine. There's two, there's two parts here. There's the adult phase or the adult trial. So we're trying to get it approved for adults. And then we have the ones for the pediatrics, so kids under eight, people under 18, so kids. The rest of their pipeline, while it may look promising, I, they don't have anything in clinical trials, number one. And two, most of the diseases or conditions they're going for are very small markets. And while that's great, and it will provide a lot of benefit to the people that those that are affected by these conditions, that's not how you make a lot of money. So right here, you can see preclinical. So we haven't even gone to this next the step before clinical trials. And here we're in IND, you know, IND enabling. So these will start clinical trials soon. And that's great. Um, but that pipeline is very early on outside of the COVID-19 vaccine, number one. And number two is for rare diseases, uh, primarily diseases that aren't going to make a ton of money. And that's good and all, but that this pipeline outside this COVID-19 vaccine is worth, in my opinion, $50 million. And what's our what's our current market cap valuation? $700 million. So that means I think it should be down 90%. If we remove this, I think the value should lower 90%. So that means that right now we're over 20 times more than what I think it should be. So we're going to come here 
you see, we're not even going to talk about this because without clinical trials, without clinical data, we're, it's very speculative and there's a slim chance that it gets approved from here. Um, again, it may be positive, but I want to see clinical trials and clinical data before I comment on really further on a drug, especially when this whole company and the share price in the near term pivots around one thing, and that's this COVID-19 vaccine. So the COVID-19 vaccine, a little background on it. Uh, they're partnering with Barrett Biotech. I may have totally mispronounced it, and I apologize, but it's a, it's a very big pharmaceutical company in India. Obviously, there's a lot of great companies outside the United States. We really don't hear about them. And Barrett Biotech seems to be one of those companies. It has um, many different products in it um, that it's worked on. And Ocugen has gotten the opportunity to work with them. Their specific uh, vaccine is a whole virin uh, vaccine. This is probably the typical vaccine you've heard of. Um, it's not this mRNA technology, which is, all, although it's incredible, it's different than most people know, right? This, a whole virin, that's where they basically take the current vaccine uh, or the current virus, you know, kill it off or weaken it and put it into your body. Uh, specifically, this one, from my understanding, actually kills it off and then puts it into your body so it can fight it. And like I said, this is the vaccine, the, the science behind it, we've learned about from a young age. So I really like that, that, you know, it's easy to understand. It's something that I've seen for a long time. I know it's trusted technology. And you see right here, uh, phase three tr clinical trial data. Well, that's weird. Why do we have phase three clinical trial data if we're not even... We're in phase three trials according to our pipeline right here. And that's because we're partnered with a foreign company. This drug is actually approved, or this vaccine is approved in 16 countries. They're in the process of approving 60 more. Uh, uh, and that's great. And there's tons of money being made from this. It's helping a lot of people. So you're probably wondering why I think this is this vaccine is almost useless to Ocugen, right? And that's because Ocugen can only make money from it in North America. So everything that's been done in outside of North America and all those other countries doesn't help Ocugen. And that's important because the United States and Canada, for that matter, have very strict controls on what they approve. And, and so it's not easy to get approved. And typically, from my understanding, you have to do that trials in the United States. So that makes it just one more trial you have to do, even if you have great trial from outside the United States. Um, so that's what Occugen's do. They're doing phase three trials um, for, for the adults, and they're in phase three for the children. Um, or phase two combined and three for the children. Sorry. Uh, but one thing to look at, they, they met with the FDA and they're not seeking a, uh, accelerated approval on their adult vaccine. So they realized that basically what, from whatever happened with the FDA, they're not going to get accelerated approval. So they're going to go through the regular approval process and that's fine. Um, but this is a real time sensitive matter. Uh, COVID-19, I believe is starting to wane. We have Omicron, tons of people have gone cases, but are people really going to look at COVID-19 the same, um, in a year, two years when this, when this vaccine is going to be coming up from his new drug application? I don't think so. And you may agree with me or you may disagree, but only time will be able to tell. I think people are really getting worn out of COVID-19 and that people are going to eventually stop caring. 
I live in the great or in Florida. I think it's a great state. Some people disagree. It's a very controversial topic, but especially when it comes down to to its way of handling COVID nineteen. Again, very controversial topic. People have varying opinions on this. How Florida's handled it is they haven't really cared for the past two years. It's kind of been you know just go about and do your thing. I know that's not how at all how it's handled in other parts of the country. I grew up in Illinois. Um, I can I've talked to many people in Illinois in my hometown, and COVID's much stricter there. So the question is, do you which way do you think it will go in the future? Do you think that COVID lockdowns and uh, vaccine um, excitement will go towards how it is in states like Illinois or New York, or more towards Florida where people really just don't care? I think it's going to go towards Florida because. I think people are sick of it. And when people are sick of it, people don't want to get their vaccines. People just quit caring about masks or testing. What that does is that really decreases the market for COVID-19. And you're not going to have the same political pressure to get stuff approved, to get stuff into people and for people to use stuff. Again, I think the big amount of money to be made from COVID-19 has already been made. But so Occugen, they're going to be, I think they're going to miss out on that big money on their adult, uh, on their adult vaccine. There is still hope that if it gets approved, it can be a part of the yearly re-injection re, re um, of the booster. Many people from what I've read think that it will be a yearly, it'll be a yearly booster similar to your flu shot. So I think this. I think this is a possibility. I think that. Um, I think that we could have this yearly booster. I think that Occugen could be the one to provide it, and that's a great money maker, obviously. But you're still going to be competing against J and J. You're going to be competing against Pfizer, Moderna, and the thing is, so, something like J and J, they they already produce a lot of flu shots, and they can kind of combine it into their flu shot and. Boom, they have the go-to flu shot and um and booster. So this is a this you're playing against the big boys with this. And I don't know if Occugen uh, is ready to compete. Talking about their pediatric uh vaccine, their pediatric vaccine is actually they're going for an accelerated approval. But again, my belief is that the general sentiment around COVID-19 is waning. And you're also competing against people who are other vaccines who are very proven and have been used so much in the United States. So I don't think that they're going to get accelerated approval on their pediatric vaccine. And then what you, that puts them in the exact same boat where they're waiting one to two years to get approved on their, their, that vaccine for pediatric use, um, for a new drug application. I don't think this is good. And I don't think there's money to be made when you're waiting this long. And at the very least, while you're waiting, there's going to be great share price um, uh, decay because people don't like to wait. People want na- the, the data now. And in a company like this, a company without any products, without bringing in any money, you're investing for hope and future revenues. Anytime that hope decreases or the further it looks away, you're going to see a loss in share price. Um, so yeah, they're pay- basically in summary. They're facing an uphill battle on their vaccines, one that I do not think they're going to do great in. And even if they get approved, which I I'm not I'm not really sure that they will, because we already have so many vaccines approved. Um, 
why why should we approve theirs? Yes, they've had great data. Uh, if you look at their India trials, they had 77.8 overall effectiveness, effectiveness, 93.4% against severe disease. These are good numbers, but these numbers are worse than uh, Moderna and Pfizer from, from what I've read. And so we don't necessarily have the, the best vaccine. We aren't really we're in short supply of vaccines right now. So it's not like we need to just approve everything we can. And we're only making money on it if it gets approved in the United States. So in the end, I don't think they're going to get they're going to get it approved. And even if they do get it approved, I don't think that they're going to it's going to be I think it's going to be far out. And I think that they're not going to make nearly as much money as people think because COVID-19 won't be the same money maker it is today. So if my my thesis, if my opinion is correct, then that means we're left with the rest of the pipeline. And yeah, the company is in a great cash position. The company has some promising things about different ocular diseases, but that's not a $700 million company. A company that looks at rare ocular diseases from their pipeline without any clinical trials even started for any of those products, I think it's about a $50 million company, which leaves us with a 90% downside. Um, again, it all comes down to the vaccine. If this vaccine gets approved, we're going to see a huge upside in the stock because you, especially if it gets approved soon, the sooner, the better, because the more money there is to be made. And then the company goes from a company that we're basing on future earnings, which aren't really valued as highly right now in today's market to a company earning money right now and money that they can use to acquire other companies, money they can use to advance their other trials. So this company is hinges around the vaccine. I think what's our upside if it gets approved? Man, I I don't know. It really comes to how much money they can make uh, from the vaccine. And I don't know. I don't think that's as much as people think. I think we only have, you know, five to 10 times downside or upside, but I think we have about 20 times downside. So when I see those numbers and I don't think that we have a great chance of getting approved, I don't think this is the stock for me because I don't want to lose money. Um, again, uh, I could be wrong. Um, this vaccine could be approved, but at the very least, their adult vaccine isn't going to get accelerated approved. So we know that. So we know we have at least a one to two year, year pipeline and their pediatric um vaccine we really just don't know about if you have if you think other than this um uh, i'd love to hear from you uh comment down below reach out to me on seeking alpha or twitter um uh, if you have other companies that you think i should cover please reach out to me and if you liked uh this video give it give it a like down below give it a follow and i hope to see you again soon